Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mike O'Brien Show. I am Mike O'Brien. I am in Boston, Massachusetts. Jeff Taylor is in Celebration, Florida. And today we have the wonderful Dan Bolger. He's in South Boston in his bunker apartment. How, how are you today, Dan? This is my third time on the show, right? Yeah, I think I don't I don't keep track. I just I, is you know, this the um, am I the all time leading appearances? You are. You are the leader in the, the clubhouse for appearances on the Mike O'Brien show. Other are there than a lot? Are there a lot of people at two? Doug, Doug might be at three. Doug, 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 Gert, I, might Doug, be Doug and Dan were tied for two. Yeah, I think you might have, even though he hates us now. Yeah, Doug hates us. Doug, Doug and Dan and I are on a, a group chat together. Yeah, and, he, and Doug, he, Doug said he muted it the other day. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to. Yeah, it was weird behavior. Yeah, I, just mute it. I've never muted a conversation in which I wasn't feeling deep hatred for somebody in that conversation. I don't know. I don't know what we would have done or said. And it's for I me. I don't know what he hates me. Well, there's a chance that there's a chance that we text a little late for him. Yeah, that's true. He does have to wake up at like five. That could have been it. That and would Dan, make me I sometimes hate you. watch the West Coast games in, in text, or at least yeah, I because yeah. I'm drunk watching West Coast games now that I don't work. So, man, how great are West Coast basketball games? They've been. I was actually telling Macy this last night as I, my lady friend, as I was up to one in the morning, half drunk, watching West Coast NBA games. Um, they're just blowing out teams like they're always there's never a close game it's always it's always just like someone goes up 10 and then just stays up 10 the entire game and that yeah kind of, but i mean i mean just just to have that as an option to watch is so that is wonderful. wonderful that is wonderful what would you rather have because i lived in in la for one winter and the games were over by 10 and then i was just like oh what i have nothing to do now and well, then I'm, there not, was just, I'm not i'm not awake for 1 p.m west coast football game yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm. I, I'd say I, I. I'm done with everything by midnight. I would say is when I start, unless it's a really close yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. The first time I ever watched a football game on the West Coast, I was flying to go. I was doing the Craig Ferguson show, which I did twice. But the first time I ever did it was in really the height of my drinking. So I, I'm like, I'm not going to drink the night before the show. Going to keep it together. And then I landed at 8 a.m. at LAX, and I was drunk by 10:30 easily. There you go. Because you're just like, holy shit, there's a football game. And I was at like a party and it was like, it's really fun. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't really help my. Yeah. That whole 10 in the morning thing when when game you have to get to wherever you're going to watch the NFL games. That's that comes up. That happened. Just I went out with Scotty Lombardo at nine, nine o'clock in the morning with the Sons of Italy to watch the, the Patriots game in oh, Germany. Oh, because they were at Hamburg. They were. No, they were in Frankfurt. Oh, they're in Frankfurt, Germany. Are, in all, the game. are all of the German cities named after uh, kind of ballpark food? I think so. Yeah. I don't know much about Germany. I don't know. What would you what is Berlin? Is Berlin? Well, Berlin, no, Berlin? that's wrong. I'm wrong. It sounds yeah, like so some Berlin. sort of like sauteed onions or uh, something. barbecue. Berlin barbecue. Berlin barbecue. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't sounds know. I'll like, trust you. Sounds right. Sound, sounds like a hairy chick. <laughs> the old, gave her the old Berlin barbecue. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Dan, no, now we're getting into Urban Dictionary stuff. Um, Dan had an interesting week. Dan is a professional comedian, and he told me about his wonderful week of comedy uh, last week, starting in Canton, Massachusetts. Can you can you tell us a little bit about your week last week? Well, and how you made it? Ve- very uh, low bar for professional comedians. Yes, <laughs> you got paid. I got paid. Yes, but you know, let's not tell the government about that. Mm. So Dan had a show in Canton, Massachusetts. What was the show for, Dan? This is for Canton women's hockey. 
Canton women's hockey and who was at this Canton women's hockey. Dan, well, of course, a good supporter of women's athletics. Um, oh, yes, particularly hockey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you say when hockey. people ask me if I like hockey, I say only women's <laughs> hockey. So women's hockey and women's tennis. So, Dan, who was who was at this event? Hmm? Who was at this um, event? Well, I don't know if you're aware of the Florida news, but there's a big murder trial going on. Yes. And a lot of the suspects were there. So there's if you don't if, if people who aren't listening familiar, there is and I'm only I'm only reading the headlines like all Americans. I don't really get into the story, but uh, uh, there is this woman on trial for um, killing her husband or boyfriend who was a police officer and who was found in a snowbank in their front yard and allegedly mm-hmm. she ran over him or something. Yeah, Don't they're really saying she ran on. over him, but then there's people who think that the people in the house actually killed him. Yeah, because there's like a party threw him or in the snow. Mm-hmm. And then they framed her by putting some hair on a thing because they're like the amount of damage on the car couldn't have killed someone. Yeah. So they, they say he was probably out in the snow and she ran over yeah, him yeah. or something like so- that. And then somebody in the party Googled how long can you survive in the snow and then oh, later really? deleted and then later deleted the the thing yeah that never but works I, but i but i could see that though where you're just like yeah deleting it's almost more incriminating yeah where but it's i could see just being like hey if, if you if i knew you were out drunk i'm like oh mike must have fell asleep in the snow and then i just google how long um can you fall asleep in the snow yeah and then i and then i would i would pray for your death <laughs> So Thank we could add that. it was comedy, sports, and now true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah so a little true crime in there, and so then Dan, uh, and Dan, then one, uh, of, one of I think one of the suspects was like buying me drinks after, and I forget like Chris Post, our friend, was there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we were talking the next day, like it feels awful. I forget how much like cops can party, you know. So w- one of the great parts of the documentary I watched about this murder was there was a part where one of the correspondents, who was like a twenty five year old chick, just goes like. The part I find amazing is I just can't believe that these cops were so willing to drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> They're the most. They might be the, if anything, people become cops so that they can get away with drinking and driving. Right. I oh, mean, so it's like around. it's like the only perk. And beating people up. There are a lot of really good perks. You can beat people up. You can drink and drive. You can go fast and not get a ticket. There's a lot of perks. Uh-huh. And you got to yep. say, and even if you live in Kansas, whenever you get pulled over for drinking and driving, you got to say in a New England, Boston, I, I'm a cop. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a cop. cop. <laughs> and then you automatically get, get away with drinking and driving. Yeah, I'm a cop. Um, that's, a, that's a great part of the wire when McNulty seven sex with the girl under the bridge and the cop pulls up and he just shows him his badge and the cop keeps going. Spoiler alert! I don't Spoiler. think I've ever uh, I've seen The Wire, but only a couple episodes of it. Because you're 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 racist. Who I'm racist. That? That's who weird. who watches a couple episodes of a show? Because like it, well, it was the one with the shipping. It was the shipping one, which is supposedely two, the worst one. The Pollocks. No, the last season's the worst season. The season two, I actually like. The, the The problem with The Wire is a couple HBO shows are like this. It doesn't get good till like episode seven. Yeah, there was a show on HBO once called Carnival. Yeah, and the se- the second season is like the greatest thing of all time, and the first season sucks. It's Would like you- that. Di- it's like that dickhead that was in Pink Floyd before Roger Waters. Yeah, I hate all Pink Floyd. 
What? You hate all Pink Floyd. I hate all, all Pink Floyd. I well, can't stand Pink Floyd. There's songs. something wrong and the with police. you. Oh my god! I, I hate the police. I hate Pink Floyd. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's like saying I hate apples and steel. But you like, know there's why? No, there's nothing combining them. They're like because back home in North uh, Northampton, Massachusetts, I listened to Rock 102, Bax and O'Brien. Growing up, Jonathan O'Brien, great morning show. But Rock 102 would always play the same three point Pink Floyd songs over and over again, and mm-hmm. and Roxanne by the Police all the time. It was like so if you worked at a, a, like a store or something with. The police are Rock incredible. You just heard. You just heard. The I, same I don't really song care about the police, but yeah. I like Pink Floyd. I would never pay money to go see the police or okay. Pink Floyd. So, so anyway, I get drunk with these cops, yep. and then the next day I'm puking the whole day, and then I'm just driving home, but I'm like almost puking on myself in the car, and then I get a call uh, from my friend Dave Russo, and he goes, "Hey, you good for Chelmsford tonight?" I have no idea what he's talking about. And he's like, yeah, you're in Chelmsford. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to Chelmsford. And then I immediately throw up on myself. Uh, right while after, driving. So, while, while driving. driving. Threw up in a, threw, you threw up in a, in a paper bag, I believe, is what a you A paper you bag. I've yeah. done and that. Then, and then the bag broke yep. on me. That's what and happens. Then, <laughs> and then I, I think you know you're really depressed when you can't cry. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, ah, this might as well be happening. I don't know. There might have been a, 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 a an imbalance there where you were laughing at the situation and wanting to cry and they canceled each other out and you just had a blank stare on your face. I I, I wish that's what it was, but I, I literally had no feelings. Yeah, I puked in a Chick-fil-A bag <laughs> and it dumped on yeah. my lap and I, I laughed. I thought it was a pretty funny thing. My head yeah, hurt yeah, so yeah. bad, but I laughed through it. Yeah, chick for chowder. Oh, it was years ago. I there's imagine a place- if it was on a Sunday too. So you just because Chick Fil A is closed on Sundays. Uh, I've never eaten a Chick Fil A. That's uh, pretty good. It, it, it gets old. I'm no, over it. You. I'm past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fried I am too. I, fried chicken, I think, a little overrated. Really? Well, yeah. I mean the pickle, the pickle chicken, on the Chick Fil A. Chicken fingers are great, but fried chicken, I could take or leave. I hate pickles. Huh? I hate that's not, pickles. That's not what I hate. Hey-o. 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 Scotty Lombardo. So, so Dan, Dan has Scotty Lombardo been on this show? Scotty Lombardo has not been on the show, and Scotty Lombardo not, I think would be huh? great on the show. He I just love would have Scotty to figure Lombardo. out how Zoom works. Scotty Lombardo. Uh, maybe I'll do a show with Scotty Lombardo. Yeah, Scotty Lombardo's great. Scotty Lombardo's a good friend. I went to the the Patriots buffalo playoff game a couple years ago in the freezing cold with him in buffalo and my brother and scotty oh yeah scotty has season tickets to the um patriots he's in his mid 50s he's wondering he's lived in somerville his whole life he's a somerville like he's he doesn't wear sleeves he cuts all the sleeves off he was in the gulf war wasn't he i i don't know if he was in the gulf war he's in the navy i I don't know was he won it because of scotty probably but my favorite scotty lombardo fact is he had to get an iPhone finally two years ago because the Patriots went to digital tickets. They didn't have the actual tickets. Awesome. So the only reason why he has an iPhone is to go to Patriots games. That's interesting to me that they don't allow a paper ticket anymore. I think that's ridiculous. I hate the fact they don't have paper tickets. You should be able you to print it out at least. You can go to the box yeah, office yeah, yeah, yeah. and say, I want a paper ticket, and they will yeah. give you a paper What's ticket. What's next? Straws? Yeah, right. Sons of right? bitches. Ugh. I hate the fact I have a I have a box right next com- to me. I that might be my, that might be the thing I hate. I don't like when people complain about paper straws. Yeah, I'm gonna complain spoiler. about them right now because it turns out Just, that they are doing more damage than the plastic straws ever were. Whoa, yeah, whoa. But I I don't even give a shit about that. 
Just let's not use straws at all. I agree. No, I only use, use I only use them I when straws. I drink a milkshake. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the only time no, I rub a fountain really soda it. with a straw. No, nah, you don't need the straw, man. Uh, yeah, I, but it makes it it's better experience. I, I haven't had a soda since Ronda Rousey's last fight. Wow. Uh, uh, do, uh, WWE or no, no, no. Fight. Oh, OK, so I I go through. Uh, I'm sorry. Jeff, no, no, it. I'm sorry. You go. And then I'll I'll. Uh, oh, I, I, I it's weird but macy hates me my lady friend hates me because if i just stop drinking soda for like a week i lose like five pounds and it's all in my face too i'm surprised i wonder i would lose 37 pounds immediately yeah if i, I, just I actually drinking. i actually had to go widescreen for this yeah his face is <laughs> fat my brother I and i have a, a my brother yeah, and i have yeah, an yeah. ongoing argument on whether or not i could beat ronda rousey in a fight no way. No, you could. Oh, I definitely no, could. could. Yeah, I'm a man. No, you couldn't. I'm a man. You just grab your arm. Uh, like, I would punch her. Arm, I would punch her in the face over and over again while she was grabbing no my arm. Yeah. I don't. I don't think she'd feel it. Well, here's the thing, though. My brother and I had this argument, and then uh, Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan show, and Elon Musk agrees with me. So you either have to think that I'm as intelligent as Elon Musk, or he's Elon as stupid Musk as me. He can beat up Ronda Rousey. He says any man can beat up Ronda Rousey. I couldn't. I'm not. I couldn't. No beat fucking up, way. Yeah. I no way. Beat up Dan I, I would, right now. I would cry. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would fucking cry. So there's a guy. Who I don't know the any door. arm things. I don't know any yeah. any way to fight. Yeah, but here's, here's the, the thing. Guy. You have to. Br- she has to get a hold of your arm and hold and, on and, to your and arm. And that's gotta be the. Most that's very easy for her though. Probably the most humiliating thing that can happen to you is you fight a girl and then you break your hand punching her. Well, because then you you lost and you hit a woman. My brother, I got my my brother is is doing quite well in his career, and he's got a company that he may sell one day. And I think that all of the proceeds from that sale may go into paying Ronda Rousey to fight me. He's this. I, I would he's watch into that. it. Oh I yeah, I think it. we could do pretty good with it. I got my ass beat by Veronica Mendoza in sixth grade, but you um, let her. You didn't fight back. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to push her away and she just was not having it. Yeah. Um. So what happened was this this girl, uh, Elizabeth Schwartz, like, you know, when you would find people's phone numbers and then you just prank call them. She was saying she was Veronica Mendoza and wanted to go out with me. And she kept calling me and calling me and called me. And the next day, I, of course, told a couple of my friends at school that Veronica Mendoza called me 20 times and asked me out. And I kept saying no. And then Veronica Mendoza caught wind of this. And also, she was a Jehovah's Witness. So it was like January and she was wearing a jean skirt. And she came out and she's like, why are you telling everyone that I called you? I'm like, because you did. And then she grabbed me hockey style by the back of my shirt and just kept pounding me in the head until Mr. Smith, the vice principal, came to break it up. And then we went to the office and then he threatened to expel me from school for fighting a girl. Here's I, was the like, thing. I didn't fight her. <laughs> she beat the shit out of me. Here's the thing is that she had the son of God on her side and I feel like mm-hmm. you didn't. So it's she true. was bound I to didn't. win this. That is true. She, there was Jesus a man Christ, involved. The yes. Son of God? yes. The, there was a mm. man involved. Mm. So wait, how was Chelmsford with with Russo? How did that? What did is Chelmsford or anything? That was fine. It was a bunch of old folk uh, yeah. or whatever. And then I just went home, went directly to bed. And then the next day, I got up. I was I've been kind of nervous. I had been because I had a seven thirty a.m. flight on Sunday morning. So which is kind of scary when you know you're going to be doing comedy till like at least midnight, you know. So I do all I have to do that day is go buy some books. Uh, from Gary Goldman's new book, which is very good, uh, to get the, him to sign him to my brother. So I just tell him, 
I, I know the show's in Hudson. So I just say, bring me to Barnes and Noble in Hudson. And then I buy the books. I walk outside and I hit the link to the gig. It brought me to the wrong Hudson. In a different state. Brought he went to, to Hudson, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. He's supposed to be in Hudson, Massachusetts. <laughs> That's uh, going to be a problem. Although at least yeah, it yeah. was Hudson, New Hampshire, and not Hudson, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. No, My favorite thing, though, is that- to the, I could have said Springfield, and it would have brought me to like Illinois. Yeah, I would have just followed it blind. How or far the Hudson was. is New Hampshire, though? Like you had to have not, crossed. No, luckily, into- luckily, not far. The, th- okay. the reason I got confused is I I know I had been to Hudson, Massachusetts, and it's about forty five minutes. So like, yeah, they were both like forty five minutes away. Ah, all right, all right. So, I mean, I doubled my length, but it wasn't horrible. And I have a Toyota Corolla, which is like driving a golf cart around. Like, it's so mm. good on gas. I didn't really give a shit. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. But at least you gave yourself time to get to Hudson, Massachusetts on time. Yes. I'm, a, I'm an early to gig guy. I'm an early to everything guy. I'm in quite the conundrum with my lady friend about how she just, time is just a suggestion to her. She's just, this morning, after I got after it last night, she wanted me to walk with her to work at 8.15 in the morning to make up the fact that I got hammered last night. I said, of course I will. So I woke up at like 7.30. I was at my place, took a shower, and then I was like, are we going? And she wasn't even up yet. And we left. Then I had to drive her to work. And I was like, the whole reason why I woke up at 730 this morning was to walk with you to work. And you're not even ready. This is the difference between you and Macy. So why do you have to? Why do you have to drive? Because she was late for now. She's late for work. So then I had to drive her to work. Yeah. She work in the financial district. She works at the Prudential Center. It's a 45 minute walk. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought she worked like on State Street. No, you know, there's a Dunkin' Donuts on the corner. We we stop on when we drive to work. It's at the end. It's a, it's um, it's on Cambridge Street on behind the State House, and that's Wick Grossbeck goes because we've been going to that Dunkin' Donuts, and it's Wick. Wick and Wick Grossbeck's he goes to that Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. He's the owner of the Dunkin' Donuts as he's well. The, maybe I don't know. He's the owner of the Celtics. For those of you playing, I know home. he's the owner of the Celtics. And but what a he great, could, maybe what a, he owns that. What Dunkin a great Donuts. administration he's presided over. Yeah, I would say. I mean, so. the Celtics have pretty much been good from the time he's been the owner. Even when they tried to be bad, he wasn't. Remember when when it was, Brad Stevens took over? I, they I, they had I one would, bad season. I would read it. a book about that era of the Celtics. I used to love when Olenek and Jarebko came in. Oh, I love Jarebko. Jarebko yeah, was yeah. great. Sweet, yeah. Swedish, Swedish Michael Jordan. I went to a UMass Harvard game and Kelly Olenek and Dwight Powell were there together and they were like taking up five rows because they were just so spread uh, across of it. And I forgot that the Celtics drafted Dwight Powell, uh, who's on the, I don't was on the Mavs. He's on the Nets. He's on the Nets. Oh, now. okay. Kind of a lob guy, a rim rock yeah. type of fellow. Went to yeah, Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Did he? Yes. Well, he's got a bright so he's a smart. He's a smart lad. Mm-hmm. Or went really good Stanford. at basketball. Mm-hmm. So then, Dan, Dan, you got the the Gary Goldman books for Gary Goldman to sign because you're opening for Gary Goldman, a very famous stand-up comedian from Boston, and yeah, you're yeah, doing that in Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. What really? Yeah, that would have been pertinent Cooper, information. Why didn't Alice you Cooper fucking tell me, me, that? me that? Well, Alice Wayne's Cooper World. told everybody in Wayne's World. Yeah, it's in Wayne's World. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was not like- aware of that. I'm not Johnny Wayne's World. Really? No. Wayne's World is not great. really. I might be wrong. I, could be wrong. I was young. That's a good movie. I saw, I saw more of Wayne's World 2 than um, 
Wayne's holds World. up. Holds up. Wayne's World. It's up. okay. Dot my T's in cr- cross my T's and dot my lowercase J's. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Because like scene. that and uh, Major League Two had yeah. huge Comedy Central runs. Well, Major yeah, League Two is, is arguably the better of the major leagues, right? Because that's when it's not. No. What? That's a hard oh, no. That's that a hard sucks. no. Jeff. They changed. That's the worst they changed Willie ever. Mays Hayes's right. Bad take. Yeah, they went yeah, with yeah, Omar yeah, Epps, who looks like who looks like the yeah, Steelers yeah, yeah. head coach. He looks like Mike Tomlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, well, uh, Major League Two, not good. Uh, Major League, fantastic. Major League Two was wasn't bad. It wasn't. I mean, it, it was no uh, back in the major. minors or whatever the uh, third one was called. Straight to video. That was when I worked <laughs> at the video store, Video Home Studio in Northampton, Massachusetts. That was that was there. Yeah, that was I, I would have liked to have worked in a video store. Oh, it was great. Dude, there were days it was at the end of videos. There's days where no one I would work from open to close and no one would come in. I what was your once, what was your favorite um movie that would like be in rotation when you were working in the video store? I would watch this is here's a weird movie. I would watch um Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts where Mel Gibson Mr. Might, Wright or Mr. No, oh. no, no. It's like he's crazy, of course, which is Mel Gibson. Of course, he's crazy. But it's like conspiracy uh, theory. Conspiracy, oh, that is a good theory. movie. That's a great I movie. I love that movie. He's 10 for Ran- I, I remember Ransom being good. Ransom was great. Yeah, I mean, Ransom was a great movie. But you know I would watch I mean? Ransom. I would do a remake of Ransom. I would have, we would hook up the Nintendo 64 and I had friends come and we would play Nintendo 64. And then we had all the old WrestleManias and me, my friend Chris Composian and, and Andy Kostick would come. I've met Chris, watch old Chris right? He's a chef. No, that's Chris Rainville, not Chris Composian. Mm, too many Chris's. A lot of Chris's. I know a lot of Chris's. But um, my favorite story of working at the video store was I want to say it was a kid I went to high school with Pete Norman. So I wanted to go see. I, I forgot what movie it was. It was Adam Sandler. For fuck's sake, Daddy. man. Do you remember anything? No, I know. Right? Well, <laughs> the story on, has Adam no Sandler details. Movie. So it's an Adam Sandler movie. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Oh, because I was going to say, I kind of like the one where he's the wedding singer. The wedding singer's good, good, too. The wedding singer. singer. Big Daddy's good. Um, Uncut Gems was phenomenal. Uncut Gems was great. But it it couldn't have been that one. No, no, no. no. I want to say it might have been Big Daddy. It might have been Big Daddy. Daddy. Okay. I like when he throws the stick and the guy falls in the river. Yeah, that was funny. It was good. And so then (laughs) I go. The best line in that movie, by the way, is we ruined the good surprise on you. You. Yes, that is a good one. I don't even remember that. This episode is just us quoting movies now. Um, I don't know that one. (laughs) When? Yeah. It's what's his name's wife. Big Daddy. Yeah. Pooters. It's Judd Apatow's wife. Yes. We're a bunch of old people right now saying the guy with the thing and he's the movie. With hey, the listen, it'll be relevant because I'm sure they're going to remake Big Daddy within well, the next anyway, six months. What's your story, Mike? So anyways, so I want to go see Big Daddy and Big Daddy will say starts at 10 o'clock. I shut the store down at 930. Store closes at 10. All late fees are assessed at four. If you didn't return the movie to late. Fee so it's kind of like parking garage rules. Yes. So I want to say it's Pete Norman. So P. Norman returns whatever movie he's returning in the slot, leaves a note, says, I tried to return it. I do not want to be assessed a late fee because uh, the store was closed early. And so then my boss was like, why did you close the store early? And I was like, I wanted to go to a movie. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't think anyone. And then she's like, well, now I have to. And I was like, no, still assess the late fee because I closed the store at 930. That means he returned it at like 945. 
it still would have been a late fee anyway. You're so untrustworthy that the boss believed Pete Norman over you. You could have yeah. just said, I didn't close the store early. But then Pete was pissed at me because he said, I thought you were working, so you would have waived the late fee, which is like, I would have, Pete, if you didn't throw me under the bus. Yeah. If wow. You know, like, Pete. wow. You're on the list of shame. Now you all get all, now you get, always get the late fee now, Pete. Did he rewind yeah. it? I don't know. How old are you? Uh, high school, junior year, senior year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I would have liked job. that job. That would have been a great cool job. job. I never knew you worked job. in a video store. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Oh, one of my 47 jobs, and it's up there. Top five best job. Yeah. Did you ever go to the one on Tremont Street, Mike's Rental? No. Or no. whatever, a two-level rental store. They had like old cool movies. But I, I was owed, not living I in owed, the Boston area. I owed them like 75 bucks for Get Shorty. And basically, I just waited their industry out. I'm like, uh, you, you guys are just gonna. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I got I the most late fees I ever got was you had to purchase the movie, which I think they sold it for like ninety nine dollars once it yeah, got to it was a certain like point. Because they had to pay more for a movie because of the fact that they were going to rent it out. It was like if you get your mm. cable for a business as opposed to a, a consumer. Okay. Yeah. And, so uh, it depended yeah. upon the movie because if it was Jurassic Park, they bought them in bulk. So they got get a uh, like at least my video. Store. Well, the, so video they buy that I, the video that yeah. I owed was not that because it was the one. Uh, it was about the brothers that had the that started the porn uh, company. Mm-hmm. Because the actors were good. Boogie Nights? No, 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 no. Far way before that and way less no successful. I'm gonna have to look it up because I can't remember this yeah, movie. But I know. Uh, it was um, Charlie Sheen if- and Emilio Estevez were the stars of it. Oh, uh, wow. was it Dirty Work? No, no. And they became the that was a good one. Dirty Work um, said Norm McDonald. My friend is trying to get me to watch Repo Man, um, which I have not been able to watch yet, and I want to watch Repo Man. But if it was one video. That- if it was one video, then it would be like three hundred dollars. Like you would buy that one for a lot of yeah. Yeah, I remember it being a lot of money. It was, I think it was ninety nine dollars plus tax. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. my love hate thing was about movies. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're going to have a love hate segment here in a second because it's uh, I stole the idea from someone. Probably. Damn it! I had such a good one, and now I forgot what it was. You got to write things down. Was it the, was it the Alice in Chains song "Love Hate Love"? That's that. It, it goes back and forth. That's a great song, by the way. So then, so Dan goes to <laughs> deep, Wisconsin. That was a deep, deep poll. It was good. Dan goes to Wisconsin. Did you have any Wisconsin delicacies? Did you have cheese? I had, I had a two two brat Sunday. Ooh, wow! That's a yeah. lot of brats. Wow. Uh, but no, cheese curds are not in the diabetic friendly. Uh, that's whatever. True. But a, a brat is weirdly not. That's bad a, for you. A brat or a brat? Am I saying it wrong? I think you said a broad. We knew what he meant. Oh. So brat. Anyways. Whatever. So you're with the gull and the gull. Can I, is- can I eat a brat that was once a brat? Maybe. Possibly. I don't I don't know how I forgot this movie, but it was called Rated X. It came out in 2000 and it was Never the story of, of the Mitchell brothers who were pioneers in the pornography and strip club businesses in San Francisco. And it was I like that. That horror movie X from a couple of years ago. That was good. Um, That's awesome. I, I I Googled Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen and I put Emilio Estevez first. So it just searched yeah. Emilio Estevez and Emilio Estevez is so not an actor anymore that his Wikipedia really? page and then a bunch of other stuff. I couldn't even find his IMDb. You know, that's it's like typically the second was, or third time. did he play like RFK and something that was good? He was in a lot of good know. movies. He yeah, was in Judgment Night. He was actually um, like good stuff. So why did he stop being in things? I think he started he producing just and to. directing movies. 
Oh, well, then that shouldn't his Wikipedia still be saying? I, I don't think so. I think I don't think that uh, unless you're Steven oh, okay. Spielberg. Well, that's more of the fault of the Wikipedia. Oh, no, the Wikipedia said had all of his movies. I'm saying that in Google, the results came up and it was his Wikipedia. And then it was a bunch of other stuff, but I couldn't get to his IMDb on the first page. Huh? You think there'll ever be a Mighty Ducks reboot? Oh, 100%, uh, there, are, there already was. It was a yeah, television there. show. Oh, I didn't know right, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think there could be another one of those. I bet it would happen with Hoop. The uh, They should do it with a golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. They did Teen Wolf again with Orny Adams. from. Creed, they did it. Uh, it was a second. show and it was like but a was, drama, though. They made it fucking lacrosse, what? which <laughs> is like the best part of Teen Wolf is, is that he's like Harry Carl Malone. Yeah. Well, and then the boxing. Jason Bateman was the boxer in the second one, which sucked. Um, but I never well, watched the TV. Oh, cool. I, I never watched the TV show with Orny Adams, but uh, it, it was like a drama and it was on MTV. It was only on MTV. Yeah, yeah. I opened for Orny Adams at the Wilbur once and he was like, you had to be super clean because, like, yeah, I, I got all kid fans now. Really interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. How much more difficult is it to be a clean comedian when you're not one, when you have to step up and do it? How much of your material can be cleaned up and how much of the material has to be completely different? I just say like Glock sucker. (laughs) (laughs) The flocking Glock sucker. Yeah. (laughs) It's like watching, yeah. It's like watching uh, Die Hard on AMC. Die Hard on M- <laughs> AMC. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you opened for for Gary Goldman in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You did the show, and then what happened, Dan? Show went very well. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been happier. I had another brat. It was good. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that went perfectly. And then I I look at my check, go to check in for my flight, and I booked the flight home for Wednesday instead of the next day. That's always so that, good. So then I changed the flight and, and I netted exactly zero dollars to go to Milwaukee. So I'm not a good traveler, I suppose, is the, the theme. So Dan Dan threw up in a bag all over himself. He <laughs> went to the wrong state and he booked the wrong flight home. And that's his week being a professional. Yeah, by the way, all of it going very well the whole time. That's great. You, you, so the experience was every- worth the money. Huh? The experience was yeah. worth the money. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's yeah. not a sustainable business model. But no, it's, no, no, uh, no. <laughs> it was it was a fun week. I had a fun week of comedy. I just need I need to be pushed, directed. Yeah, you yeah. Need to that's be, okay. I kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I ended up. Um, so I had a I have a conundrum. I had a conundrum which I solved. I'm doing. I'm. I was doing an Elks show this weekend, mm. and um, but then I had an opportunity to open for a guy. And at the comedy scene, who was more of a like a New York comic, and I'm doing that this Saturday, so I had to tell, I had to cancel a show. I felt like a oh, you comedian. did, so you did do it. I did do it. I canceled the sh- cool. I canceled the sh- the Elks Lodge show, and I will be at the comedy scene in Foxborough, Massachusetts, this Saturday at eight o'clock, and I will be opening up for the great Sean Donnelly. Who, oh, nice! Uh, I met once. I met once at a New York Yankees game. I, I kind of infiltrated He's a, a, a wonderful guy. He was really nice. Yeah, I'm, I went to a Yankee. Oh, you already did it. Game. I thought it was What's this that? week. No, it's this Saturday. No, he's met and him before. So, I think is what he's. Trying I met to him say. before at a Yankees game, and it was in he did. They did some New York comedy outing, and it was him, Ari Shafir, uh, uh, Steve Ranazzini, 
and <laughs> Steve Ramazzini is that what he was calling himself at the time. Yeah, so after the, the World Trade Center yeah, stuff, yeah. Trade Center. Yeah. And, and but but when I was on Kill Tiger, just my name so it's not the, not a disrespectful thing. It's Steve Renazzizi, 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 yeah. Renazzizi. Yes, and he's he's a wonderful gentleman as well too. He was the he was one of the judges when I got my name pulled for Kill Tony, and he remembered it. And um, so that was a big deal. And so I was drinking with them at some bar before. And then I went to go to the bathroom when they're going. Everyone was there like, come sit with us because no one is at the game. And then I went to the bathroom and then I lost them and then I didn't sit with them. But then I ended up sitting with James Patterson, who was randomly there. Damn. I remember this day. I think they were playing the Mets. The, they were playing the Oakland Athletics, actually. The new. Uh, I thought Patterson went because they were playing the Mets. Anyway, no. the Las Lord. Vegas A's, by the way. Las Vegas. The MLB officially now. signed off on it today. The owners. Yeah, did. that's, a, that's what you Vegas. want in a good 120 degree day, is it? Yeah, well, it's uh, got to be, be inside. It'll be it's inside. It'll be inside. Why well, oh, yeah. have it? Baseball shouldn't be played in a I, dome. It's, unfortunately, uh, too many of the cities, it has to be now. So they, they're all going to be in domes. Uh, they're going to knock down Fenway and Wrigley at some point. They and build should domes. disband the sport. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but so. A, but it's a great place to just drink outdoors all day. Not if you're in a fucking dome. It's not. Yeah. The, well, the, the domes, though, now open up. So 90% of the time they're open. Yeah. And also the domes now have like a clear roof. So it makes it seem like you you're outside. By the way, <laughs> in, in Arizona, much to fool Mike. in Arizona, our trucks were underneath where the, the, the top comes off the dome. And every day when we got there, it was closed. And every night when there was a game, it was, yeah. it was open. And I never heard it, heard it once. It's wow. incredible how quiet those things must be. Yeah, I can't, I can't envision myself ever liking baseball again. I, I, I don't like it. I used to watch every pitch of every game. I loved it. And I, I only watch it when I go to the games, which is a lot. I go to a lot of games, but it's also because it's cheap because no one goes to the games anymore. Because they're bad. Yeah, yeah. Bad. I can't. Bad I can't go to Celtics games. Celtics games. They're like my friends are coming at the end of the uh, oh, Macy's friends. Those are also my friends are coming at the end of January. And I was like, oh, cool. The Celtics are playing the Clippers. Hey, look at the right now, crazy right now. One hundred eighty eight dollars just for corner nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah, insane. I can't because what happened is is it turned out that the secondary ticket market we thought would drive the price down, but it's actually made more potential buyers. Yeah, it's you're talking about StubHub and all of those because that's what I was going to say. I can, I can. It it used to be if you to like get tickets, you had to like know again, (laughs) yeah, some shit, and you know you wouldn't get completely fucked. But now it's just an open anyone with a phone can get a ticket right now. So it's it's, it's just more potential buyers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Dante, uh, when he if he calls the Celtics game in Boston, can get you in, Michael. Um, I have pulled that Dante Marcatelli, who works for the Magic. He's he's a, a friend of the show. He was on the show once. Um, we we were we were a year late by but maybe he the Magic. What's yeah. that? Magic are good now. Yes. Ma- I love the Magic. That's a great team. I think yeah. I think the Magic could get like Zach Levine. That's not. Don't get that. Don't you don't want Zach Levine? That's they need a, they need a half guy that can get some buckets in the half court. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want to give up. They have a lot of stuff that they could trade to get a real guy. I, I am of the, I am of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that they should get nobody. They should stick really? with what they have and ride it out and not send anybody away because that seems to burn them too often. Well, the problem is, is you actually can't pay everyone. 
Right. So it's like if you have six good guys, you're going to end up keeping four of them no matter what. But but three of them. But if you so, have like a guy like uh, you got to uh, trade, you got to trade chips in for a blue chip at some point. Yeah, because it's like you, you just they don't. I mean, this I don't know how the Celtics are going to afford this team. Yeah, they're not like they're good. The, they, the, they pushed their chips in. They have all the chips in for like a year, year and a half. Yep. And then we, we have to basically trade Jalen Brown or something. Yes. Like and and that the Timberwolves won't be able to afford that team. No, no, they're they're also so, chips. So in. it's like they basically have to win this year. I. Yeah. It's almost like Which, that. It basically basketball set up like basically the way only the Marlins run things. Yeah, they. I think. I think that if you just being a Magic fan, I could talk about the Magic specifically. But a guy like uh, Jalen Suggs could become mm-hmm. what you're talking about bringing Zach Levine in to do, and they have him under control right now. And would he cost more when his contract comes up than Zach Levine costs? I wonder if uh, probably not because yeah. guys uh, probably yes. Oh, you think so? guys that are under contract now don't have this like stupid Jalen Brown contract that we have. Right. The, the money just went up again. So actually guys that are under contract now are extra value. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. We'll know. see what happens. Interesting. Which I think can, we can now lead into the wonderful, um, my wonderful show prep I did for, for this show today, a new segment I like to call love and hate, which no one has ever done. No one in fantasy football, no one, no other podcast where we talk about one thing we love and one thing we hate. And we, we pontificate on the matters. Dan, you said you had something that you, you loved and hated. What, what was, what were your, what was your love? My love, your love. Yes, yeah, you get a love. Can I can I do my hate first? Go do the hate. Everyone wants to do the hate first because it's funner, and I don't care okay. if it's not a word. Well, they're they're related. Okay. So I hate um, that movie Napoleon's coming out. Yeah, I hate historical movies. Me too. Just be a book, like be a or, documentary. Or be well. That's going to be my love. Is that I love documentaries. Like particularly like the AMC, like American experience ones with the narrator, cool narrator and documentary reenactor who doesn't say any words and just kind of acts the scene out because yes. that's very, I always find that very silly as a gig. And then it's it, more informative. It's everybody's entertaining. Like Oppenheimer, they somehow figured out a movie about a big bomb. They figured out how to make it boring. Yeah, it was three hours long. I saw a documentary on it for an hour, and I was like, "Okay, got it. I don't have to." The, watch yeah, this the movie. trials of J. Robert Oppenheimer is a uh, American experience, and it's got like a really good actor in it that was in a bunch of movies. That's as good as the guy in Oppenheimer. It's more informative. It's based on the same book, so and it's just be a documentary. Also, don't be over three hours long. That's my new thing. Whenever Here. someone says you want to go see this yeah, movie, yeah. I say, "How well, long is it?" That's the other problem. So this Napoleon movie, which everybody's fucking shitting over, how are you going to make a movie about a guy that was in power from 1789 to two, to 1821? This movie is going to be nine hours long. It's two hours and 38 minutes because Tynan asked, invited me. I guess we're all going to see it because Tynan, Eric Tynan, who's the doorman at Nick's. And he's also yeah, he an environmental Napoleon. police officer. He loves, loves Napoleon. Napoleon and he wants us all one, to go one see time it. it's One time at softball. Eric said uh, we were losing. I'm like, ah, we can't come back in this. And Eric looked at me and he said, impossible is a word that is only in the dictionary of fools. 
Whoa. And, mm. and he's and he said Napoleon said that. And I was like, oh well for a second I thought you were insulting me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't want to see one two and a half hour movie about Napoleon. I want to see ten fucking movies about Napoleon. Do you know what else I hate about uh, historical movies is when they cast, and especially now they do this, where it's a historical movie, it's something about Napoleon, and then there's someone in charge that's like a black woman, and you're like, that never effing happened in Napoleon time, you know, uh, especially around Napoleon. They can't win an Oscar if they don't do that. And it's just like, that's historic. You're doing a historical movie that's historically can you, can you, accurate. Can you, can you name an example of this? Um, There was, I forgot. I forgot. No, the you thing. see, I think you just. I think you just, I think, I think you just went all fucking Tucker Carlson on. <laughs> I, did. I went all, I uh, did. yeah, I did. yeah, whatever. Fucking wrong crowd, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Captain so, Woke people. But yes, they, they have they, <laughs> Captain they, Woke. You yeah. just made something up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I made something they do up. That all the time. Like, oh, can't, you can't make up a bunch of horse shit anymore. What was the, there was some movie about, it was, it was, Pacino, it was a movie, it was a TV show, uh, Pacino. And it was about something about uh, Nazis after World War Two, and it was so like, Mike. Yeah, can I? Can shit, I? Can, every but everybody thought that sucked. Can I? Hunters is it called Hunters. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Can everybody I, bad. hated this, and that also wasn't claiming to be a historical movie. Can I, I think it was based can on I reach a true in, story. Can though. I reach into the abyss and pull you out, Michael, and give an example that you should have come up with? Thank you. Yes, hidden gems. Okay. Yeah, which that With the when movie, the hidden- movie where the black women were the actual reason why the space uh, show the, that's the, a true story. That's a true right? story. Oh, I don't know. It wasn't true fucking- twenty years ago. Yes, it was. That was, whole, true. that was a true. That was a true movie. No, I know they were ri- yeah. they were riveting oh. on a on a space on, on the rockets. Yes, yeah, yeah. they were doing riveting. They, they weren't on Sorry. the rockets. I didn't they know. The, the, I didn't know this fucking map. podcast only advertised on Breitbart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they do we can't that. afford they to advertise on Breitbart, or, or they'll make yeah, a character yeah. that wasn't that wasn't a woman, and they make them a woman, make the person a woman. I'm like that. Person and then there are the ones exist. where there's like a dragon, and I'm like that never existed. That's never happened. That never existed. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Dan. Uh, getting back to seriousness, Dan. So, yeah, would you serious. be willing to sacrifice the gems that come out because we do make these historical movies to get rid of all you know, of them? Alexander the Great sucks. Um, I'm, I'm thinking you know Gladiator. You, you, know, you know, that's not a that's historical, a, you're, you're, a historical it, movie. Yeah. It's not a historical movie. What about Braveheart? <laughs> Braveheart isn't it doesn't even attempt to be historically accurate yeah William the Bruce movie though wasn't alive when William Wallace was alive William the Bruce actually freed Scotland a hundred years after the fact which means they just put him in there to be a dick even though he wasn't alive (laughs) he wasn't they could have just got any other lord to betray him instead they took the it would be like if they took George Washington and they made him Benedict Arnold in a movie. Yeah. So why didn't they just get some guy? That's true. Yeah. To be. You've brought me over up. to your side. It's re. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's a great movie, but it makes no attempt to be historically accurate. All right. That's yeah. what it, that's what you, I hate. What about what JFK? 
Which what? What? JFK, the movie. Oh, Oliver Stone. Yeah. I mean, it's a stupid movie. It's a, it's a fun Never movie. It. It's a fun movie. John Candy scene is fucking great. Uh, also, I've always wanted to do a, a parody where, uh, you know, Donald Sutherland, like the whole speech where he's like, America is about preparing its country for war and whatever. He, it's like they're meeting in a park. I yes. just want to like have have my face go next to him like, look, are you going to suck my dick or not? <laughs> <laughs> like, you met me in a tr- with a trench coat in the park and you just started talking about the military industrial. Complex. I was thinking he would wear it like an animal house where he's just wearing the cardigan with no pants and then he gets the, the dish from the top shelf <laughs> as he's giving that amazing speech. Um, so yes, I'm a big fan. I love documentaries. I hate historical movies. I love agree with you, Dan. Fucking love documentaries. I could watch documentaries. I have a problem. Anything. I have a problem with documentaries. I watched a four part documentary today about Robbie Williams, who I don't know. Who's I that? Did, he was the guy He's that got singer. kicked out of Take That, and then had a solo career and was tortured oh! by the British media. And right. I had I I I, I, I thought he he was a big deal though. He's he like a, the Jimmy the Jimmy Carr of pop. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Like huge in England and not huge in uh, America, right? Yes. Why did you and, watch but that, I don't, Jeff? Because I watch documentaries, and I've gotten oh. to the to the end of the documentaries on so Netflix. So you liked him. It sounds like you liked him. At the end of the story, I'm glad that I watched it. I enjoyed the 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 documentary. Yeah. You like you like music ones? Yeah. Okay. What's your what's your favorite music one? The uh, If Tomorrow Never Comes, the Leonard Skinner documentary. And it's not it's not because I'm a huge Leonard Skinner fan. It was just a really interesting story. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, oh, that that story where they the, the plane crash and then. Well, even uh, before even before that, they so they were a, a bunch of kids in in Jacksonville and they rented out this little like shack on the river and uh-huh. the that's where they practiced and became Leonard Skinner and yeah. they uh, like had, someone had to stay there all the time because every time they didn't, all of their shit would get stolen out of the shack. And Sounds then like they, they were. Hey, on what, the, which one's this on? That sounds good. It's on, it's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. OK. Yeah. And cool. And and then be, they're on the cusp of becoming great, but they're not great yet. And then they bring in this New Yorker guitarist who's a phenomenal guitarist. And that's what puts them over the edge. But he never fit in to the band. It's good. It's worth a watch. It's my favorite right. music documentary. I oh, love uh, I love the Leif Garrett behind the music. That was that was an amazing one. And the only reason why I really love it is he, because he got in the car accident, got in the car accident. And they brought the guy that he, he made paralyzed and they sat at a, a, a picnic bench. I remember this. Yeah. I and it was like the saddest it, thing ever. I don't remember what he's famous for, though. He was but a, he was just he was a like, young pop star. Yeah, he was like a yeah. teenager and just sang like, ah, was made for dancing. Ah, ah, ah. He was in a tent. Wasn't made for driving, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he wasn't. So then, so then the whole thing's about how he's ba- sober baby now. Baby, you cannot drive my car. He, and he, he's, he's dressed as like a biker guy and has tattoos, everything. And I'm working at the iDrive at, at Pizzeria Uno. Uh, and I drive in Orlando, Florida, while Jeff and I were working together. That was one of my many side jobs while I worked in Orlando radio. And who walks in while like this is in its heyday, Leaf Garrett and sits at the bar and starts pounding Bud Lights at like 1130 on a Wednesday. Morning awesome. Fucking awesome. Comes up to me and goes, hey, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, oh, back there. And I go, are you Leaf Garrett? And he's just like, no, I get that all the time. And then he goes to the bathroom and he comes back. And he goes. All right, so 
I am Leif Garrett, and if you could just not tell anyone about it. <laughs> so he basically went to the bathroom, had a panic attack, came back, and then sat at the got bar. Honest. Proceeded, I am Leif yeah, got honest, and then proceeded to just pound Bud Lights and then get back on his motorcycle. That's awesome. Drive That's off fucking rule. Well, that does rule. Well, at least he was driving a motorcycle. You're like less yeah. likely to hurt less someone damage. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess that's a good point. That's a good point. So, Jeff, what um, do you love and hate? I forgot. I told you this before. I had such a good one yeah. when we recorded yeah, the last episode and you said we were going to do this, but then you said we would wait for Dan and I had such a good one, but it, it's a Well, it me. sounds like music documentaries. I love them. Yeah. 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 Have you seen a great one is uh, the Iggy Pop one on Amazon Prime? No, but I will go called, and watch give, that. Called Gimme Danger. He was good. He was little little Richard's drummer. Oh, I didn't know was that. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. He's like actually musically gifted. He people just didn't realize because he's named his band the Stooges. And mm. we we're like, oh, who's this fucking idiot? But he was, it turns out he he was an incredible showman too. I mean, he, that the Stooges well, he cut himself aren't that great of a out. yeah yeah yeah. They're not but that his great songs of a band. Are awesome. uh, no, they are. They so they super are. You the think- first two. Ig- the first two Iggy and the Stooges albums are fucking unbelievable. I'm going to have to go back and give it a listen because this may have missed me. One, one's called Raw Power. And I think one's just called Iggy and the Stooges. But the first two, and then they got, that's what the documentary is about, about them being like a groundbreaking. Like if you listen to them, you're like, oh, I get the White Stripes. Like I get, yada, yada. Yeah. They're from Detroit. They're like one of them Detroit, see, like royalty bands. All right. Like but then Way fucking better. <laughs> like, but same deal with Kiss. They 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 wore all this stupid makeup and shit, so everybody thought they weren't a real band. Well, that's the thing is, I think you misunderstood. They were right. I think you misunderstood what I'm saying. So, Kiss is a very catchy. Their songs you can listen to, but they're not the phenomenal musicians. They're not. They're not. Yeah, yeah. No, these guys were really. These guys were. Wow, check that out. No, Iggy Iggy Pop's like legit. All right. Yeah, yeah, and then. They got all heroined up and then like fell out of it. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually that makes you better, but uh, you gotta you gotta for keep bit, control for a little for a little bit because it makes you stay inside and play your instruments. You ever notice hmm. that when the when heroin addicts that are phenomenal musicians never really get into the doldrums of their heroin abuse until the band kicks them out and then they die. Typically, if they can keep being in a band, yeah, but they can keep I it together. I think there's a bit of a Madden curse, like the opposite of the Madden curse, where it's like just over time, you're more likely to fall apart. Absolutely. So well, the more James time Taylor that had went to relearn on, how to play the guitar, right? Really? I believe so. Yeah. Because well, he, he was, he only knew so, how to do it. He only knew how to do it on heroin. I I don't know. He was just so he was so crapped out, and then when he sobered up, his brain just like fried. He had to relearn how to play the guitar. Wow. I didn't know that. You know, this brings me back. I want to ask a question before we move on to your loves and hates, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were saying before how you had drinks early before you went on Craig Ferguson. Don't you always have a few drinks before you get up and do a set? No, no, not the day of Craig Ferguson. The, the oh, day before. Oh, all right. So that would were... make that would make me a lunatic. Yeah. That's, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, what like, I wanted like to three, know. It's like three in the afternoon. I know. People I would really look at you strange, you know? Yeah, it's, but, but. Although I, I, I'm willing to bet. I, well, there was a story that came out of Jimmy Fallon, like, and to have a little sauce before the show. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's a big booze hound. I feel yeah, like cool. a lot of guys have some vice that they have before they go up and they need that mentally to, to go up and do it. 
or just to get through the day, you got to <clears throat> do some vice. Yeah, right? you got to make the voices stop somehow. I like to have two to three Bud Lights before I go and do my ha-has, but I'm not even a real comic, but that's just my own thing. There's yeah, yeah. Three, three feels like a lot. Two. It's usually two. I'd, I'd say one and a half drinks. I'll do two, probably. and then I'll bring but, the third one up on stage with me, and I won't even drink it, really. It'll but just kind the, of thing, the thing that makes it actually impossible is when you start doing two shows. Yeah. Like, you, you, then you really have to be, like, a disciplined person, which is not, it's not going to happen. Who's the Australian comic? Jim um, Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. I saw Jim Jeffries at the Wilbur, and it was the second show, and he he went on for two and a half hours. They literally had to drag him off the stage, and he was just, like, belligerent. They, hit, they pulled the light drunk. off the wall and hit him with the light. Uh, yeah. It was ridiculous. And, and, I mean, people were walking out because it was just it wasn't even that it was he was hammered. It was just so long. Like he didn't he was just like, nah, I'm going to keep talking. And he was just because he just been drinking since the first show. I think that might even be the third show. He might have. Done three it was shows. no yeah, longer yeah. funny. No, but, he, but he has quit drinking. Like, that's he, what he I heard. Drink. Yeah, 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 I heard that. Huh. You, so, you pretty much you pretty much can't do it. I've never seen anybody successfully do it. Successfully be drunk and like a a a very drunk comedian. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't really work. It just doesn't. But it depends like, on how much gonna, coke they have. Well, yeah, but that now you're trying to get this perfect ratio. It's yeah. like at a diner. It's like at a diner when the waitress like fills up your coffee when you're still like you just had your ratio right. I hate that. My most famous show I ever did. We found was, it. That's my hate. Um, was what? your hate? Yes. What's your hate? I hate when you have. Your coffee with your right amount of sugar, in my case, and cream mm-hmm. if you like cream, and then they come mm-hmm. and they top you off. And you're like, fuck, man, how am I supposed to figure yeah, out yeah, how many yeah. sugars you to put in there? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out of sugar with my that, coffee. I just started this, drinking if coffee. This, a year if ago. this were meth, the building would have exploded. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I am not a sugar guy with my coffee. I get a nice coffee from Dunks, one little splash of skim milk, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good because it's hard to fuck that up. You know? Yeah. Well, it is because then they put too much milk in. Yeah, yeah. They put way too much milk in. I'm like, this is. I didn't want a milkshake. I wanted a coffee. I, 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 I'd see with Dunkin' Donuts. It's funny. There's two things that can happen to you with Dunkin' Donuts. Here, watch this, Dan. There's two things that can happen to you. It didn't, it didn't work. What the fuck work. was? What the there's fuck two was things that, that can happen. Mean? There's, there's maybe because we're on three. <laughs> the balloons, balloons are supposed to, to come up. up every time I put a two up, which seems two to be pretty up. often. Oh. But uh, balloons? Yeah. What do you have? Past two episodes. There's no balloons this time. It does it on an iPhone too. I found out because I was talking to my daughter the other day, and I put up two, and the balloons came up. But uh, the, I want to see it. I know. Me too. It's really bothering me. I'm I'm putting two everywhere in my screen, and it's not working. Yeah. But uh. The at Dunkin' Donuts, they could either they either give you coffee that is strong enough to run a diesel engine, and then you get the color of the coffee is is an interesting like dark brown, or uh-huh. they put too much cream in it and it comes out and it's very white. And I'm like, you guys have got to have some form of measuring system going on back there. Like, yeah, well, they do. I think it's as one, two, three mils. Yeah. And, it, and you push and a button that says one or two or three button. or four. Yeah. But it's still, you know, we're dealing uh, yeah. mass with, with, with any mass production assembly line. There's going to be a few dented cans, you know? Yeah, I guess so. so. Friend of the show, Matt Kona, who's been on the show before. How many times has Matt Kona been on? Once. 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 He, he probably yeah. talked about the UFC. 
Uh, we talked about maybe, but we talked about when we were trying to be on the Amazing Race. A guy contacted. Oh, about that being never happened. That would have been wonderful. That's well, yeah. it would have been wonderful, but Mike O'Brien does not know how to yes and. Right. Yeah. That, the, uh, the, like the Amazing Race is about white people, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, oh. That's a, um, a Zach Galifianakis. Joke. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> a good one. What it's Kona does, Kona goes to the Dunkin' Donuts. And then he looks at the coffees in the times and he says, if it's over an hour and a half, then he'll take the coffee and he never pays for coffees at Dunkin Donuts because now you can order on your phone. And he says, if it's over an hour and a half, they missed it. And so he just takes it. So he gets free coffee. That's good. Drifting. Kona is, is sneaky. Um, should be put in jail for years for rule, grand that's, theft. That's that's coffee roulette, though. I mean, does he? Yeah, is yeah. it just a yeah? No, he grabs stuff and he has no idea what it, is. it says. What it is on it, and he'll still just grab it. Like he grabbed that. Um, what was it? The donut thing. There was like some donut. There's like mashed. Yeah, they put donuts a donut in, in your that. coffee. <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah, literally yeah. gave you shit about saying broad instead of brought, and he's saying donut, 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 donut. Yeah, donut. What I love and hate. I love going for walks around the city, listening to podcasts, people watching. But uh-huh. while I go on this wonderful walk around the city, I'll, some days I get like 30,000 steps. I don't even realize it. It's a wonderful thing. I love walking around the city. But the thing I hate is when a car is kind of in a crosswalk and then you have, he's almost worse. This person is worse than the biker guy who's on a bike and yelling at everyone is when a car is like a quarter of the way into the crosswalk and the person just stops and starts yelling at the car. Like, why are you in the cross? It's like, it's in the crosswalk because people were jaywalking and he couldn't get through the intersection. So he kind of had to stop. And now he's in the crosswalk. Like, it's not like the floor is lava and you can go out into the road. You can walk, totally walk around. The you can walk road. around the effing car. Just How walk often around is this the car. happening in Boston all the time. Oh, wow. all the time. Yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. But why are you in the crosswalk? And they're like literally acting I like it's up. attempted murder. What do you want murder. me to do? Yeah, yeah and by the way, there's nothing I can do about it now. There's yeah. a fucking car behind me. I can't just back just up. Just fucking walk around the car. Just walk, just walk around, around the car. Why are you yelling at this car? It's, it's yeah, yeah. just so. Do you stand it, up for the car drivers when this happens? I will yell, just keep walking. If I'm behind but, them, I will the, roll good. the window down and say, just keep walking. Just walk. Just well, th- walk. Th- this comes back to you making up that thing about black people in historical movies. Yeah. What you're upset about is people getting upset about nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a certain breed of dude that kind of thinks, you know how there are some women that believe that sarcasm equals a personality. And there's some men that think righteous anger somehow equals like they're tough. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, yes. it's not. No. And they somehow think it's like a personality of some kind. Yeah. But you want to say of all the personalities you could have picked, you picked the worst one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yes. yes. And then when they have yeah, yeah. God forbid, it's, they a, have it's a like kid. a franchise of person. Yeah, and they bring their kid into it. They're like, I have a kid. How's my kid supposed to be? A kid can just walk around Yeah, yeah. The car. And now like, you're you teaching your kid to be too. a little cunt. Yeah, like uh, it's literally my least favorite kind of guy. Yeah, the worst. And, oh, and my least favorite kind of stand-up comedian, or the dudes that are like, "Get the pink off my football field!" Like, yeah, just watch yeah. the game, you fucking idiot. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Now agreed. look at us getting mad about them. Yeah, now we're mad. Now we're upset no, we're about mad. them. We've been sucked and in. The, and then it's like it's like the people who uh, they're, they're protesters on the BU 
message to stop the war in in, uh, in Israel and in, in Palestine. And so they 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 blocked the BU bridge today. And then everyone's just like, well, what about the ambulances? Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. always the go to. Also, they do that. doesn't the BU bridge block the BU bridge? It takes like <laughs> two hours to get over the yeah. fucking thing anyway. Basically, the BU bridge is the only bridge where it's just like a plane flies over. You can drive across it. You could sail underneath it. And there's a train track under yeah, it. Yeah. It should Are be the- called the Northeast. It should be called the Northeastern Bridge because it takes five years to get over. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's pretty funny. <laughs> are they? That's are they? Lo- are that's they? A, little, a little local humor. Are they yeah. trying to? Do they want to stop the war? Or are they mad that their they side's not the winning? War. They they were blocking the BU bridge today. If their side was to, winning, do you think they would be protesting? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't even I don't. know what side they were for. I don't even care. But they were protesting. They wanted Elizabeth Warren to to ask for a ceasefire. Elizabeth Warren, the senator, to ask for a she's ceasefire. a powerful woman. She could probably like, pull a string or like two. she's gonna like they're gonna be like oh these people firing missiles at each other and beheading each other. They're gonna be like oh. Oh, I, they're the five people are blocking the BU bridge. I didn't know everyone was is, this upset about it. Is Maybe Elizabeth Warren, yeah, yeah. isn't she Palestinian? I don't know. She said she was Native American and that was a big thing and she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then but then they were there for two hours today and then they just stopped and walked away. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that'll end it. Two yeah, hours yeah. just standing on the BU These are college bridge. kids. Okay. They have classes to get to. That is hey, true. Oh. They have things to do. Yeah, yeah. No, th- there was a horrible one by the uh, Common a few months ago, and it was for global warming. And I'm like, well, you guys are blocking traffic, which is like the worst thing for global warming you could be doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So, Mike, I told you I wanted to talk about my 7-Eleven story. The other day I went into 7-Eleven oh, right. and came out and there was a woman who was clearly homeless sitting by the door and she asked me if I had any change and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I don't have, I don't carry cash. And she said, it's okay, I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, ha- I, had a, I, I had to think deeply about this was she sorry because I, I it's okay because I'm schizophrenic. Does that mean that she's not going to attack me because she's schizophrenic? Does it mean that she wasn't going to do something good with the money? I don't understand why I needed to know that. Well, I mean, she might do something good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she also might not. <laughs> depending on which side of depending her. It who, was nice to know her diagnosis. Depending on who did nice it. Her. I, I was so yeah. interesting to me. I was like, oh, okay, I'm uh, I'm manic depressant. Yeah. Nice like, to meet you. I wear sunglasses indoors. Even, even in Florida? Yeah. There must be less manic depressants in Florida, right? All the sunshine? Uh, I Maybe. I think it's a chemical imbalance. I, I, the vitamin yeah, D. Yeah, but doesn't sun doesn't how that help? I don't think so. Really? I, I no, I think there are plenty of manic depressants down here. Yeah, people get seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Not you down guys here. are also your sun sets an hour later than we do up here. It sunsets at four thirty up here now. It's fucking maddening. The sun's still yeah, out right yeah. now. Le- yeah, it's dead. It looks like it's ten o'clock at night here right now. Yeah. Um yeah. last Good night for Ted and I, it's great it's great for comedy. Last night, Ted and I, my roommate, we came back from Capo and we go and there's a woman sleeping in our doorway. She had a cardboard thing and I opened the door. I was like, oh, and she just got up. She's like, oh, and she was like all pissed. Like we interrupted her sleep and she left. And Ted was like, oh, she's usually nicer because I'm usually never at my place. I was like, what do you mean? She's usually this is like third or fourth time I've seen her. And supposedly this this woman just sleeps in our our entryway. She's clearly not schizophrenic because had she been, it would have been okay. It would have been okay. Yeah. yeah. No, she didn't even say anything. She just kind of mumbled and walked away. And then when we're walking to Capo, we saw this person pushing a luggage cart 
down um, by the Marriott Long Wharf, out of the Marriott Long Wharf, and they had they were like bent over at the waist, but perfectly like a right angle, like their back was a board, and they're just pushing the luggage cart. <laughs> and this person goes, and I'm I, I'm still really upset that we didn't help. Uh, she goes, can you help? Can you push me down the rest of the way here? I threw my back out, and I was like, uh, no. You should have at least like, showed her how to push it, right? Yeah, Ted, Ted was like, we should have pushed her. That would have. I was like, yeah, but I feel like we were going to get mugged or stabbed. I feel like we're just being set up for something. Uh, yeah. And then I told the doorman that someone was walking off with a luggage cart and he just ran off. <laughs> to <come get> it. <laughs> I, I helped a guy in Southie once. I don't know if you know where the, the Hunters is, where the Junction used to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bar. It's bottom of a high hill. And then I saw a guy on a wheelchair. On one leg, he only had one leg in a wheelchair. And he's pushing himself backwards, backwards up the hill. Yeah, that's so like, I'll fucking help this guy out. So I start pushing him up the hill, and he tells me his story. He said, two years ago to the day, he woke up in a hospital bed because a parasite had attacked him, and they had to amputate uh, one of his arms and one of his legs. And then he just got out of the hospital that week, and that CVS just denied his prescription for Oxycontin. So that's the fucking worst story I ever heard. And then I like realizing it's hard to push this guy up the hill. It's wicked steep. He's like 210 pounds or something. And I'm like struggling to get him up the hill. So my head's down. And as he's telling me the worst story of his life, I look in a side window and he is slamming a pint of fireball whiskey. (laughs) 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 Just got out of the hospital that day. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. He had the five bucks for the Oxycontin. He just spent it on the whiskey because he couldn't get the Oxycontin. Slamming whiskey. And then I'm like, already 11. He tells me he's at the bottom of G Street, which is same deal. down the hill, steep hill. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll get you down there. And then I don't know my hands were sweating and I almost like lost them down the hill. <laughs> it's like the and Seinfeld I, episode. I'm pretty sure I would have ran the other direction if I lost them. <laughs> usually, usually I get mad when people's prescriptions don't get filled when they're denied. But Oxycontin, I'm kind of that probably is a blessing. I, in disguise. I think so that disguise. fucking guy. I mean, that guy should be given Oxycontin. He's really fucking all he wants. Yeah, but I mean, really, he could still have a functional life going forward. But if he gets hooked on yeah, Oxycontin, no. the fucking guy I met. No. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone back and, said, and made this argument to the CBS. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, give him the, the Oxycontin. Just I mean, he's only going to be in here what two or three times before he's no yeah. longer a problem. Just give it to him. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Well, well, I think we accomplished a lot today. Uh, you, we can't, about- you can't go yet because I had a what? moment of pure and utter joy the other day, and I have to talk about it. Uh, I, I, so my daughter likes to watch TV shows now, and she likes me to no be way. in the room when she watches them. I can't get up and go do things in the garage or anything. She doesn't like that. She wants me to sit there. So I watch videos on my phone and i usually go and watch like old live band bands playing live and i was yeah. watching i was watching tool playing live and over to the side tool of was it, in boston last night last nice. night tool no, they're a great boston. show i've seen them many times didn't go but in in on youtube yeah, on the little side thing there was reactions to tool for hearing tool for the first time and i watched the best of and black people reacting to tool oh wow was one of the most incredible things i've ever seen they were all cool. the same i was you have to check yeah, it yeah, out it's what yeah, it yeah. made me feel I, happy I, inside i had a video of, of black guys responding to me it was like the biggest honor i've ever had yeah are you serious 
Where, yeah, they, yeah, where yeah. they start out, they're like skeptical. So this is how it goes, Mike. They're like, this is great for and uh, the podcast. You, and, and That's you're not watching. what my guys were like. <laughs> no, were they making fun of you? <laughs> no, no, no. They're they happy with the it comedy. Was, it was cool though, and it was one I had had been watching. Nice. So it was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they hitting? So wait, wait, Dan, get back to you. You actually have someone uploaded a YouTube video of listening to your podcast. Are you uh, your set? My your stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's yeah, the yeah, first time this guy ever it was heard an Dan Bulger. It was an enormous honor. Yeah. Why did yeah, they yeah. pick? Did you contact these people or not? No, I haven't fucking sent an email in my life. Huh? Was it a bit that made sense for someone to react to it? Uh, it's my opinion of black. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no uh, it, it, I, they do a lot of comedy. I think they do a lot of like family guys and stuff like that. And I, I just had a couple videos that had some traction or that's whatever. Awesome. So they, it, but it's like a 10 minute set or whatever. And they watch the whole thing and they seem into it. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. You made it. Huh? You made it. Oh yeah, I netted zero dollars last year. Yeah, there you go. That well, cool. the uh, and and and, and perform for a murder. <laughs> <laughs> he had a big, big day. Someone had a big week. Yeah. The best part of that story is that Dan is watching a video where someone else is making money watching Dan's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally, uh, they're, they're like 10 much. more cents into the bank. This this one person Mon watched money's it. Money's antiquated. I wouldn't worry about it. Money's not real. It's not even real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, oh. that was fun. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. fun, guys. We liked. We learned about tool. We learned about. Uh, we we learned about uh, Dan throwing up in bags. We learned about my hatred for people crossing the street. Dan. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of which, yeah, delete this episode. <laughs> I agree. Agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only only splice the part where I call you guys on republicanism. Yeah, that's true. Good point too. Yeah, yeah. I hate I, I, I hate I black think, people in movies too. Apparently, I think that would be a fun part. <laughs> yeah. When the well, fuck did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Michael Bryan show. Please like, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Don't Dan, don't Bolger, Dan, Dan Bolger don't he says, doesn't want you to do that. Don't, but don't uh, everyone, have a wonderful day. Jeff, thank you. I love you all equally. Have a wonderful and glorious day. And ta-ta for now.